0: Listeners are cautioned not to rely upon any statements made in resolving legal issues they may face, but instead to consult with their own attorney about specific situations. Attorneys are not engaged in providing legal services while appearing on the program and are not responsible in any manner for the consequences that may stem directly or indirectly from reliance on any statement made during this program. Good morning and welcome to Fed Talk. I'm your host, Jason Breifel. Uh, it is uh, Halloween behind us. It is now open season and giving season, and I'm pleased to be joined today by um, Joan Mel- Melanson, the Director for Education and Outreach with Long Term Care Partners, and Joyce Warner, the Executive Director of FIA, the Federal Employee Education and Assistance Fund. Um, thank you both for joining us this morning and uh really looking forward to hearing some important information uh uh this time of year as as feds are getting into the holiday spirit but also thinking about uh decisions that are going to impact their family in terms of open season and giving and and other priorities like that so so thanks again so much
1: thanks for having us
0: um so so joan um uh What's new with long-term care partners, and, and what, what what are you looking at this fall, and what should, should our listeners be looking at this fall? Well,
2: first of all, Jason, and thank you so much for uh, inviting me to be on your show again. I can't believe we've got another open season here. It seems like we just finished last year, and trying to get everybody on the staff um, and the education outreach staff ready to go um, do all these meetings uh, to get the word out about uh, Making choices on your benefits, the most exciting thing, almost as exciting as Halloween, right? There are a couple of things I'd like to to talk about. Um, first of all, I'd like to talk about some new things with the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program, which has been around since the year 2002, and I've been there since. It's been a great uh, uh, ride. And also uh, talking a little bit about, the for the military population, the transition of... Uh, TRICARE DELTA DENTAL to the FEDVIP uh, Dental and Vision Program that the federal civilians have been enjoying since the year 2006. So if we start a little bit out on on an update uh, as I mentioned on the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program as we finally called it call it the Feltsip because everybody has an acronym in the in the government of course um of course <laughs> um, and that really for people coming in that haven't worked for the government they look at you like what are you talking about um, you know we've we've been the program's been around since 2002 and and, and initially the claims were were very low but I wanted to Uh, let everybody um, who's been with us and heard about this program since the beginning of time know that we have paid over a billion dollars in claims to date. And that's a big number and it keeps growing and we expected it to grow because when you um, purchase this product and we tell people, when people say to me, so when when should I buy this program? Um, It's kind of a, it's very difficult to to talk to somebody who's uh, in their early 50s, which is the average age of purchase because you, you need to think about buying this program when you're younger if you want to be assured you're going to, um, uh, it's medically underwritten and you have a better chance of being underwritten. And secondly, the rates are more affordable. So the disconnect is that you're talking to someone who's very healthy and, and vibrant and on and the pinnacle of life, the kids maybe have left and you finally feel free again. And you're talking about long-term care issues and and whether long-term care insurance makes sense for you, your early 50s for something that it's paying out claims in your um, late 70s. So there's a big gap of time. But we are, we've hit the $1 billion um, claims mark. And uh, right now, and every time I, I talk to folks, I have to look at the stats. It's over $20 million a month that we're paying out. So big numbers, lots of uh, feds, as well as the a military who are also eligible for this program and have been uh, receiving benefits.
0: Well, it's funny we were talking before the program about experiences that that we're having in our personal lives. That you know, we're, you're thinking about this. We're dealing with grandparents or parents who who are facing these situations, and um, it is hard to think about something that could be twenty or thirty years away. But it is really important to to start that planning now. To uh, ensure you know your own and your family's financial stability.
2: Well, you're absolutely right, Jason. I mean that it, it's we're very much of a now generation, and we want to see instant gratification, as evidenced by the the way we live with our phones and technology and and everything. We've we've lost uh, patience. Um, it's never been my strong suit, anyway. Um, and and so to th- to plan like that is difficult. The people that that come and talk to us about this product tend to be those that have experienced it with family members um or friends and they're the ones that say oh i have to do something about it now because i see as a child or a family member the burden that it places on on me and and my other siblings and family members if i had done something earlier we wouldn't you know if my parents had done something earlier then it would we'd be in a different spot so they start extrapolating and saying, "Hmm, do what do I want to do for my kids and my other family members? Do I want them to have to deal with these issues, or do I put my my financial affairs in order?"
1: Yeah, we're going through that in our family right now. We have uh, my mother in law is ju- thankfully purchased long term care insurance for herself many years ago, and and needs it. She needs the help now. Um, she, she, she's done very well. She's lived very independently, but now she's at a point in her life where she needs more assistance every day, um, than, than anyone can give or, you know, because we have our own children. And so even if we visit her every day, she needs day-to-day assistance. And it's made me think we need to sit down ourselves, my husband and I, and look at the LTCP site and look at the different plans. And I think Joan, if I, I glanced just briefly, but you guys have, it's not just one plan, Right. You're
2: absolutely right. We have um, – it's a base, it's basic coverage, and everyone would, would get a comprehensive plan, which means that you purchase uh, what I try to say is kind of a pool of money. You choose um, a period of time and a certain amount of dollars to be paid per day, but it isn't to use it or lose it. You You manage that pool of money once you do the multiplication and you figure out what that money is, and with an inflation adjustment to it, that grows over time. But then when you use the, the money, you don't, if you were to choose $150 a day, if you only used $75 three days a week, your, your money stretches longer. So we work with, and when I say we, we have um, a, a very comprehensive website, but we also have um, long-term care consultants on the phone that will help you design a plan that meets not only your needs, but your pocketbook. Because not everybody needs the Cadillac. And I look at people and say, don't be insurance poor. Because you know what, Joyce, I don't know if you're, you or your husband will ever use this insurance. And if you are, I don't know when and I don't know for how long. So both of you buying a Cadillac may not make sense. You may want to just hedge your, your bets right. and, and and work it out. But there's a lot of flexibility to your point, And we we. You know, people shouldn't just write it off and say, I hear it's very expensive. It can be expensive, but I can tell you the cost of long-term care is a lot more expensive than the than the insurance if it works for you. And I, as I make the point, it's not right for everybody. And what what we advocate is just what you were saying, Joyce. Sit down and have a long-term care plan. You and your husband talk about it before something happens. And you can always modify it, but just talk about it. What, what would we do? And if you have a plan, that's the battle. Whether insurance is right for you or not is an issue only you can decide. Right. And I think what we hear, too, is
1: that because of the options, and I see this with people coming to FIA for help, so that's why I see what different circumstances families are going through in the federal community. And I think we see that some people, maybe that family member is living with them, but so they need a few hours of assistance every day right? Um, Or the parents, like my, you know, I have my mother, people want to age in place, right? And so then they just need some assistance. So I think, I think originally, the perception was, oh, it's like zero to nursing home. But actually, it's not. There's this other help. And I think the plan allows you to to navigate that
2: pretty well. Absolutely. I mean, when the when long term care insurance started in, in the in the 60s and the 70s, it was nursing home insurance, period. And the policies have involved Have evolved. And right now, less than 10% of the claims that we pay are for nursing home. Hmm. The majority of them, it's really an anti nursing home policy. I mean, because people are using the care because everyone says, I want to age in place. Try to get one of your parents to move in with you. (laughs) I tried that with my mom. She wanted to age in place no matter what. And this policy will allow not only um, licensed home health care folks to come in and help. But you can actually pay for family members and friends to come in and provide the care. And we will pay for that, as long as it isn't a spouse who would, rich, who would be living there. But if it were someone coming into the home, we would pay for that. And people have a much more level of comfort if it's somebody they know, someone that's family member, someone from the church, or a referral, than maybe a stranger. And uh so that's really the showcase of our policy and it's why that's where we're paying claims because people are saying, This is great, I think I'll use the policy in this way, they're happier, it meets their needs. And OPM was you know was very, very innovative in designing a, a policy that would be, you know, this way and really helping federal family members and, and the military. They spent a lot of time thinking about it and they've been very successful.
0: Fabulous. Well, we're going to pick this conversation up after our first break. But before we break, I just want to mention the, the website that people can go to for more information. We'll mention it a few more times. But Joan, where where do people go for more information?
2: ltcfeds.com. We make it easy. ltcfeds.com. And you can also call us at 1-800-FEDS.
0: Thank you so much. Well, we'll come back to this conversation with Joan Malenson and Joyce Warner after a word from our sponsor. Welcome back to Fed Talk on Federal News Network. I'm joined in the studio today by Jen Melanson, the Director of Education Outreach with Long Term Care Partners, and Joyce Warner of the Federal Employee Education Assistance Fund. Uh, first segment of the program, we we're talking about long term care uh, insurance and programs uh, that LTC um, hosts, but, but are going to turn the conversation to other developments um, and resources out there for federal employees. Um, especially as we're, we're, we're looking into open season in the coming weeks. Um, Joan, I understand you have a really exciting uh, new partnership with Harvard Medical School. Can you tell us about that?
2: Yes. Um, we've been uh, offering a very comprehensive webinar program for quite a while on our website, com. And this year we teamed up with the Harvard Medical School, and there are three very exciting um, Uh, webinars that they're doing that are very data-based and they have uh, actionable, um, downloadable uh, uh, worksheets and items that you can um, work on after you listen to the the webinar. And the first one that we did was this past week on October 30th, um, Cognitive Fitness, and it's a six-step plan for long term brain health. And you can be sure I watched that one. (laughs) And the it was very, very well done. And uh, don't dismay if you didn't watch it, and you would like to watch it, we archive all of the webinars. And so you can register for them and watch them at their at your leisure, because we we do it the Starbucks way, we do it your way, whenever you want to watch it, and however you want to watch it. Um, it, they're there. The next one that, that um, we're doing is on November 8th, caregiving, and it's uh, caregiving for a loved one and yourself. Caregiving is a very, very big issue. Um, and uh, uh, when you're in the throes of it, it's you see all the different aspects. So this gives you a chance to maybe think about it and prepare uh, in advance. And then the final one is what I call the the icky uh, uh, factor. It's called. It's advanced care planning decisions for medical care, and uh, nobody likes to sit down and talk about those. Uh, uh, preparing those end of life documents, uh, and you want to do them when you're of um, uh, fine mind and and uh, and your your thoughts are in order, and you can always change them. But put together your power of attorney and your um, for your financial and your in your medical uh, uh, affairs. Uh, you want to make sure your will's in order. And, you know, one and done doesn't work. I realized I had done a will when my kids were young, and then I realized that will's pretty old. My kids are grown, you know, and I, I, I changed it. So uh, these are things that you, that you do need to review, but this that one will also be a very good one. A uh, perfect timing around the holidays when you might be with family members to do a check-in. Has everybody here put your... Put your affairs together because, you know, if you don't put them together, then it puts the burden on other family members to uh, make those decisions for you. Um, and so while not a fun discussion or a fun thing to do, uh, advanced care planning, that will, will prove to be another good uh, webinar. And you can register for all of them at um, com slash e-learning, or you'll just see it on on our website at ltcfeds.
0: When you talk about the advanced care planning, my wife and I recently had a second daughter and we went through this whole exercise of, you know, doing the will and updating all these documents. And it is strange to think about these, these things, but it's really important because, as you said, if if you don't have your affairs in order, it falls in your family's lap. That becomes difficult. And uh, the holiday times are a good time because, you know, maybe it, you can decide after that uh Uh, favorite uncle of everybody's is at the Thanksgiving table if you decide to keep them in the will or not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to make sure that we talk about uh, the virtual benefits fair and open season activities that are coming up uh, just 10 days from now. Um, And uh, I know that there's a lot of information that's going to hit feds um, as they're making really important financial decisions about their health care. Absolutely.
2: Um, And it's coming right around the corner. As I said, it's uh, open season is the uh, 12th of uh, November through the 10th of December. And it's an opportunity to make any changes, not only to your health plans, but uh, dental vision Plans The federal long-term care insurance, you can apply at any time, but we go out anyway because we have enrollees who come and ask questions or people who just are thinking about their benefits in general, and they come and they talk to us. So we go to a lot of the health fairs, and we uh, do other meetings as well. But we're finding that things are changing, and a lot of employees now um, don't work uh, in the office. They're geographically dispersed they work remote, they're teleworking, um, and so forth, and they don't get to our health fairs. So uh, while health fairs is still important, and we get a lot of people, and we probably do uh, close to 400 health fairs all across the country, we find that a lot of people want to look at this information digitally. And so we have, for the last few years, been putting together a virtual benefits fair. And it's, it's basically your are you're, you do it on your computer. So you, you log in, um, you go to our, our ltcfeds.com website, and you can register just with your um, email address. You can do that now, and then you can go back and look at it. The beauty of it is it's an aggregator. So it has all of the um, uh, the major health uh, care providers, their information is there, the 10 dental uh, carriers because we also operate the Benefeds, uh website for enrolling in dental and vision plans. So you have a choice of 10 dental and four vision plans and then uh, FSA feds you can get information about that as well as the SIP. So when you when you log on, you, it's like you walk into a room, Health Fair room, and you see these booths there, and you click on the booths that you want. I'm interested in dental, I click on dental, and the and the information is there. We have a plan comparison tool that's there. You can have access linked to all the plan brochures for the various um, uh, uh, carriers, and on two days, uh, you can actually we have an online chat, and that's November 13th. That's the second day of open season, and December 5th. And you uh, would be able to have a live chat, not any private information, but just talk to them. We'd also have uh, be able to get someone's uh, email and, and phone co- contact information and and, and ta- talk to them offline if you have something that's, that's private. But we have been getting incredible, um, over the years, we've been building an audience of people that say, this is really a great way to... Uh, Look at all the plans and benefits. We were talking earlier about um, it's about 5% of people actually make a change to their dental and vision plans. And uh, uh, Mike Causey earlier said about 6% for FEHB. We, we um, you know, people stay with what they have and and yet needs change and it might be uh, beneficial to your uh to serving your family and, and your pocketbook as well as if you were to look at the, the plans because they're, the plans change a lot and uh, their offerings change. So if you want to surf the web, you can surf all the different um, options that you have because within each carrier you have two or three options.
0: That's great. I think it is really helpful that to have this online and digital platform to go search. I know for us when my wife, who's a Fed, would bring home – the giant packets and booklets, um, you just throw your hands up and you say, this is too hard. So so making it easy, having the built-in comparison tools I think is huge, and it will be interesting to see over time if that percentage of people who are making different decisions, uh, especially as we continue seeing the workforce aging and people's life circumstances changing – uh, how that may impact kind of the, the benefits. Uh, well, everything,
2: everybody's going green. And not only are they going, the other trend that's happening is it used to be people would do it on their computers or their tablets. Now everything is so mobile friendly mm-hmm. that everybody's doing it on their mobile. So the things that we're doing, we're even doing that forward with our felt to make it more mobile friendly because that's the way people do everything.
1: We we had this for a few years too, where we had the last child with braces Mm -hmm. And we really tried to study based on our orthodontist, which was going to be the best plan for for what I call the braces years. (laughs) The braces Um, years, You know, now everybody's lost their
2: braces, and it's a good time for us to revisit all that. Right. You might not be paying for such a a rich plan because that was key back then, but uh, things
0: change, so – Something else that's changed recently is that military retirees are now involved in these previously federal employee health care programs. I want to make sure that that our our, our military listeners uh, don't miss this information in case they've they've uh, not caught it already.
2: yes, and we've been out there trying to talk to as many military retirees as possible uh, because as I mentioned before, the federal long term care insurance program has been offered to to the military uh and their uh, eligible family members since the beginning of the program 2002. But this year, the uh, military retirees who have been enrolled in TRICARE Delta Dental Plan will need to make an active decision because their coverage will, which, which, you know, it's one of these just like all the other coverages. If you don't do anything, it just renews automatically year after year. This year, if they don't make an active decision, they will lose that coverage as of January 1st, and they'll go to the dentist in July and find out that they don't have any dental coverage. They will get some notifications, but, you know, we have so much information coming at us all the time, it's hard to to tune into what's really important and what do I need to do. But there are over 800,000 military retirees who will need to Make a decision for a Delta uh, for a, a dental plan, and instead of having a choice of only Delta Dental, they'll have a choice of ten plans. Delta Dental is one of them. So if they like their Delta Dental, they can stick with their Delta Dental, but it's the Delta Dental within the Fed Vip plan. So they would go to tricare.benefits.com to look at the ten um, uh, dental plans and. The four vision. There are four vision plans that are now um, available for people that are in Tricare Health Plan. They will be eligible for vision as well as the actives uh, too. Would family members would who have the Tricare Health would be able to have access to the vision plans. So very nice additional benefits for um, for the military switching over from. There, the the dental adding the vision for the retirees. They'll have this vision option, um, and then they'll also, uh, you know, be having exactly what the the feds have, the federal civilians have had since two thousand and six. Once they enroll this year in one of those dental or vision plans, it would automatically. Uh, They'd be in that plan year after year. They wouldn't have to make another choice. So what we're saying to people is go on to tricare.benefeds.com and do your research now. You won't be able to actually enroll until the first day of open season, which is November 12th. However, you can look at all the information there. So first of all, look at the information. Check to make sure you're eligible. There are a lot of nuances in, in eligibility, but check to see if you're eligible Look at the carrier rates, look at the plans, look at the features, as, as Joyce was saying. See what makes sense. Are you in the braces years or, or is it something different? And then, of course, you want to check with your dentist or your vision carrier if you're choosing a vision plan. What, what plans do they, um, do they accept because you don't want to choose a plan and find out that your favorite dentist doesn't uh, pay for it. So, um, you know, now's the time to do the research. Uh, we have wonderful webinars uh, to uh, explain all of this, much more than I can do in a radio show. Again, they're archived. We did one that was extremely um, well attended, uh, and that was uh, uh, we just did that one. And there's another one that's coming up on the on the 14th. But again, all of these are um, are archived, so it doesn't matter if you've missed it. You can you can do it at any time. And you can also go into a um, into our virtual benefits fair the same way and you can get there through tricare.benefits.com. You'll see it under events. you can go in and not only you know look at the webinars, you can go to the um, virtual benefits Fair and there's a military resource uh, booth that will give you more information pertinent to um, to your benefits.
0: Fabulous. Thank you so much, Joan. This is a perfect break for our uh, s- second uh, uh, break in the program. Uh, when we come back, we're going to uh, shift gears a little bit and uh, talk about giving season. And then we'll, we'll come back uh, th- through the end of the program, make sure that everybody knows where they can get uh, these important resources for these decisions that are uh, coming on the pike. You're listening to Fed Talk on the Federal News Network, 1500 a.m. you're a federal law enforcement officer, then you know to do your job, you tap inside sources. To have a voice on policy and legislation, you join Flioa. And when you want federal law enforcement officer news and up-to-date federal court decisions, you read FedAgent.com. If you aren't reading FedAgent.com, subscribe today. It's free. Don't let this source pass you by. I'm John Adler, president of the Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association, and I approve this message. Welcome back to Fed Talk on Federal News Network, 1500 AM. I'm your host, Jason Breifel, and I'm joined today in the studio uh, by Joan Melanson, Director of Education and Outreach with Long-Term Care Partners, and Joyce Warner of the uh, Federal Employee Education and Assistance Fund. Uh, First half of this show, we've been talking a lot about uh, open season and and healthcare and and other life decisions coming up, but it's also giving season. We're, We're past Halloween. You can get out your Christmas trees now. Um, And, uh, uh, Joyce, can you tell us a little bit about what what folks can be looking at uh, and can expect uh, this giving season?
1: Sure. So, you know, it's giving season on on a number of fronts. First, uh, the Combined Federal Campaign opened last month, um, and it runs through January 11th. And this is a good time for folks to to pledge, to make their – their employee pledges into the system. Um, you can do that at cfcgiving.opm.gov. It's really very easy to use the system. Um, if we would like to pledge to FIA, which we encourage, our CFC number is 11185. Um, and in addition to pledging funds, you can pledge volunteer hours, which is a really great thing. And I will say, Sophia, we have three staff at FIA, and I'm one of the three. So and we're working with you know, 500 families every year in need. So you can imagine that how much we rely on our volunteers, um, in a whole host of ways. So you can pledge volunteering through CFC. You can also sign up to volunteer on our website at www.fia.org forward slash volunteer. Um, And if you do use the CFC system, which I encourage you to do, please check the box that says, let the charity know about who I am. And I'll say that because occasionally people will say to us, I never hear from you, but I give to you every year. And we say, really, how do you give to us every year? (laughs) Because you're not in our system. Like, oh, I give on the CFC. And we said, ah, you have to check that button so we know so we can send you information about what we're doing with your donation because we do want you to know the impact you're having. Um, I think what we find nowadays is everybody at every income level is a personal philanthropist, right? Whatever you give, whatever you pledge, if you pledge $2 a pay period, if you volunteer an hour, if you share out on social media, the charities that are important to you, you are using all of your personal
2: resources to be a personal philanthropist. You know, and I'd like to chime in because long-term care partners has been a supporter and we've partnered with FIA for, uh for many years now uh, I I can't even keep track but it's been just near and dear to our hearts because the uh the education uh piece of it in addition to the catastrophic events which have it seems like it used to be they would come every once in a while and now they're they're happening more and more but uh education is a big uh cornerstone and I know looking and reviewing through those applications you have so many very qualified uh feds who are just looking for a little bit of assistance and then, you know, you you give them a scholarship. It's just, it's just great. Um, and, and then of course the, um, the folks that just need that little bit of a help when, when tragedy happens, it just makes you feel good. And we're an organization that really, uh, uh, feels good about working with you and we commend all the efforts that the hard work that you do.
1: Thank you, And Yes, you guys have been an amazing, amazing supporter. In fact, you know, it happens to be uh, November is National Scholarships Month. And so FIA just released our scholarship application. You can get it on our website, www.feea.org forward slash scholarships.
2: I must have queued you up on you that did one, right? up. <laughs> I know you
1: didn't know you did, but you did. Um, mm-hmm. And so our scholarships are between one and $5,000. Um, it's competitive. We usually get about 3,000 applicants, and we give out to 250 scholarships. And actually, there was a great individual who you guys supported last year at Long-Term Care Partners, who um, a young lady who wanted to study chemical engineering. Um, you know, she was in that space where her family made just a little too much to qualify for any financial aid but still had nowhere near the resources to pay for higher education. She's been working. She had an internship at a um, – pulp and paper factory, you know, she has these plans, and here's a student who's doing well academically and still working part-time on weekends and the evenings, and so that's the type of person I know that you all supported last year who the committee felt was really, really strong. There was another woman. She didn't let us know this at the time. She's a current federal employee. She decided to go back to law school, the committee Mm -hmm. selected. And she let us know afterwards that she was a breast cancer survivor. And being a survivor made her want to go back to law school. And she's doing great in law school. Another family, Puerto Rico. The family lost everything. The student was really strong. Again, someone else we were able to support through the program. So I really encourage everyone who has... Federal employees themselves looking to go back to school, spouses looking to go back to school, students, um, dependents, uh, children, I guess I've been mean to say, please take a look at our website and the application. And the deadline is in um, March. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think uh, it's at the end of March. And, of course, I meant to write that down, but I'll check it at the break to make sure I have the exact deadline. Um
0: Fabulous. When you mentioned the importance of volunteers as a new element of of the uh, CFC this year, and and I know that that's that's uh, starting to provide a new injection out, but volunteers really help make sorting through thousands of these applications. Um, you know, uh, something that make makes VIA's program possible.
1: Absolutely, and we, you know, we have a great system where our volunteers are all over the United States. Some are even stationed overseas. We usually have two two hundred and fifty people on the committee, mm-hmm. and all the applications are read by multiple individuals. But they don't they don't see things like they don't know who your federal employee parent is they don't know they just know what you say in your essay mm-hmm. they know about your grades they know about what your say academic or, or community reference says about you um, and they use that to help us decide the students who are at the top of the pool and it is a grueling decision i will tell you there are we wish we could support so many more deserving students yeah. so it is a, it is a huge enterprise
2: to offer that many scholarships well, and that I- is the hardest part is to, if you looking through, and I've read through applications personally, and what, how do you decide? Everybody seems, you'd want to give something to everybody. They're
0: all qualified. Well, Absolutely. If if every federal employee gave, what, two Two dollars $2
1: a pay period? Yeah, we would, and we'd be able to help a lot more people. I should ask, you know, Joan, you also mentioned people in need. Wow, so there's a lot of things going on mm-hmm. right now there, right? We have, um, we have Hurricane Florence, Hurricane Michael, There's one family in Florida. Um, You know, you always think, oh, gosh, what if a a tree hits my house? Um, Well, they had six trees come down.
2: What are the chances?
1: (laughs) Three hit their house. Okay. So um, last year I felt like it was the year of the floods. We had so many people who were flooded out. And, of course, there are floods this year too. But I will tell you this year is the year of the trees. Those two storms – with the winds were very intensive with a lot of lot of tree damage. So um, thanks to those who have been giving to www.fea.org forward slash give. And if there are federal employees out there that are still recovering, um, that have re- significant home repairs, have been displaced, um, they can apply for assistance at www.fea.org forward slash disaster. And I would encourage, if, if for all my experience with this, I would say, for all those feds who are renters, please get renter's insurance. I think that often what I see are um, person-to-person rentals, like someone's renting a house from an individual, because often a building will require someone as part of the lease to have renter's insurance. But so often we see families that they have a personal relationship with who they're renting that apartment or home from. They don't have renter's insurance, a disaster strikes, and their personal possessions are all lost. And so, you know, it's hard. We can't make up all of that loss, even with the support we give. And we really encourage people to get renter's insurance.
0: And I think I've seen some resources that you all have developed recently to help folks understand sometimes these complicated dynamics. We do.
1: We are in the process now of launching a new program, which we call FedLifeHack. And what that is is based on all of our experience, our 32 years of experience at FIA, we see a number of the issues that feds face, but we also know some of the resources feds have at their disposal, right, like long-term care or dental coverage. And so we want to be able to provide unbiased information on the topics we see coming up most often from feds. And so we're going to be doing that with a resource portal that's being built for our website. If you've signed up for our newsletter, you may see that there have been some articles we've been pushing out, some of um, been drafted by us we were also sharing resources like those harvard El- long-term care webinars um, we've been talking about the nest egg question for emergencies this is something we see people how, trying to help people think about those first few steps they can take to build that nest egg um, we have a lot of expertise in the child care space on staff and so how do we pick that you're, you're a new mm-hmm. parent or how do you find that child care center that's well how do you navigate the world of scholarships not just VIAs, but all of them. So I encourage everyone to sign up for our newsletter. Then you'll be able to get more of this information. And um, you can do that on our homepage at www.fea.org. I
0: think it is really interesting and valuable to see both of, both of your organizations kind of following this trend of recognizing that people are swamped with messages, with emails, information, and big decisions, and curating that information to help people get to credible sources of information the, the information that they need to make decisions about, about their lives and, and their loved ones is, is really important. And it, it is hard as uh, my second daughter just started daycare recently and woo uh, oui, oui, we, you know, it's expensive.
1: <laughs> it's expensive and it, and it's hard. You want to find that space that you feel comfortable sending your child to every day. Um, Jason, I forgot to say that we talked about, we started off on giving season and then we talked about a lot of great things. But the other thing about giving season I want to mention is it's going to be Giving Tuesday coming up. Um, and that is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. It's been around for several years now. And the idea there is um, that, you know, you have Black Friday, people shop, you have Cyber Monday, people shop online. But it's also a charitable season and a time for us to think about Giving Tuesday. And so I can talk a little bit more about that or if we need to. Do that after? We're good? We're good. Okay. Um, and so I, what I, and I like to do this too, I like to take some time at the end of the year to think about the charities I want to support. Um, mm-hmm. And I encourage folks to, to do that. And so on Giving Tuesday at FIA, we're asking everybody to think about you know, could they give a recurring gift of $10 a month? Right on. You can do it right on our website. Um, it'll take you two seconds. Could you take that action? And the reason is, with that type of a donation, you could pay the ele- the gas or the electric bill for a family that had a tragedy this year, right? You could make that difference. You could keep the heat on for somebody who's recovering from a stroke. And um, we know that the federal community is supportive of each other. And we have so many wonderful supporters. But I can tell you that those types of recurring gifts do help us um Be there to respond when folks are in need, and so we are we are going to be asking you we 'll be seeing us putting out that we 're asking for folks to to think about that type of a gift you know basically, could you forego two Starbucks a month? <laughs> Um, to help keep the gas on in someone's home who's had a tragedy.
2: You know, I I really echo what you're what you're saying. Uh, Long Term Care Partners does that. We have a program where it's the same thing. It's called a, a Jeans Day, <laughs> on Thursday. And if you want to wear jeans on Thursday, it costs uh, two dollars, mm. and and then the company matches it. So. But what's even great about it is that it comes right out of your, you can have it automatically deducted. Mm-hmm. And so when you're paying, as you said, just a little bit each week or each each paycheck, you don't feel it. That's much different than if you came to me and said, Joan, could you write a check for $200 or something or $100 mm-hmm. or $50 even? When I'm doing it that way, I mean, it's $2 a week. Who really notices it? As you said, it's 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 a nice way of doing it, and you don't forget. It just comes out. You don't see it, and so it's it was never there.
1: Yeah, and so that's the focus of our Perfect. Giving Tuesday message this year.
0: Fabulous. Well, it's it, it's funny because these 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 things we have talked about throughout the program today kind of all come together. You know, it's it's a time to to think about your your finances and 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 where you're putting your uh, your 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 heart and your resources and. Uh, for yourself and your family members, as well as those in the community uh, that folks are are seeking to support, so this is uh, really important information uh, we 're going to pause to take our last break and then we 'll come back for our last segment with uh, Joan and joyce you 're listening to Fed talk on the federal news network fifteen hundred a m Welcome back to Fed Talk on Federal News Network, 1500 a.m. We are in the home stretch of our program this morning. Um, and we've got in the studio uh, Joyce Warner from the Federal Education Assistance Fund and Joan Melanson from Long Term Care Partners. Um, we've been talking a lot about uh, open season, giving, giving season, CFC time, um, but there's also some, some events and other uh, deadlines that we wanted to put on, on folks' radar. Um, Joyce, I know that for several years, FIA has hosted the public service uh, 5K, both here in the area, but also increasingly virtually. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that and so folks can start putting that on their radar and calendars?
1: Sure. Um, so this year's public service charity walk and run, um, we have a 5K option that's timed. We also have a one-mile mon- one fun run option. Um, it's going to be on April 28th, 2019. And so you may say, oh, that's a ways away. But if you sign up right now, we have a deal um, where it's only $10 to sign up. And for that $10, you get a T-shirt, you get snacks, you get great music being played during the event, you get professional timing from a timing company. Um, And you can do that at www.fea.org forward slash 5K. And the reason we keep it low, and you have to sign up, Very soon. Like that's a special that we're having right now. It's because we have some great sponsors like long term care partners who are very interested in the health and wellness of the uh, of the federal employee community. And so they underwrite a large portion of it, um, including Blue Cross coming in and also supporting um, the race. And so because we want to get our feds out and active and social and with their friends, I know there are some groups that are planning to form teams. Um, we have a team option, so you can get out there. You can get everybody in your office or your department or in your group that you belong to. Federally Employed Women is already out forming a big team to participate. Um, and I think that's a great way for everybody to to stay active and have a lot of fun. Uh, virtually, so we do have it. It's at National Harbor here in D.C., which is a beautiful venue for the event. Um, But if you're not in the D.C. area, we do have groups get together and they send us pictures and they form a team. They might walk at lunchtime from the office. They might walk um, on a weekend. And we do send them a package of T-shirts for their team to get together and and show support for public service everywhere.
0: I think that's great. You know, sometimes it's nice to just take a break and and get together with your colleagues and friends in the community. And that's not for a meeting, for a deadline. Or you can have a walking meeting and, and, and talk about uh, work if you can't carve out the time during the day uh, to get involved and also support, um, you know, your fellow public public servants.
1: Absolutely. And, um, you know, I'm wearing a very old Fitbit I confiscated from my son right now because I've been feeling like I need to get more steps in and working towards that. Um, and I should say, you know, this event is really crucial. This event helps us to with our loan program. Um, So by raising funds at this event, it helps us be able to give loans that federal employees pay back to us. But we don't charge any interest and we don't charge any fees. We pay all the bank fees um, who are who need a little bit of help to stabilize. So we find that sometimes folks are, you know, like many people, they're living, you know, paycheck to paycheck. There's not a lot of extra space. And so we had a woman in Florida. Her husband had a heart attack and a stroke and was recovering and they needed a little bit of help just to make the mortgage work. Right. Um, we had another person in the DC area where her father broke his spine in a car accident and she had some extra, she had to take some extra time to for that transition and dealing with the doctors to get him on the road to recovery. Um, a woman who has a newborn who had seizures and had to have a lot of care immediately after birth. Um, traveling to funerals, relocating victims of domestic violence. That's where FIA comes in. We are there to help bridge and help stabilize a family in this short-term period. So it is a a, a real loan. There is a loan process. We have to review credit. We have to make sure we know what else is going on um, for the person. And then if there's the capacity to repay, it's the short-term hurdle that we can help bridge. We will do that. And, and this race really helps us be able to do that too. This is where we get a lot of the funds that help us make that happen. And so I encourage everyone to get out and walk. And when you're doing so, you'll be thinking about the people you could be changing a life for.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much, uh, Joyce. Well, we're, we're entering the home stretch here, and I know we've covered a lot of ground today. And uh, I wanted to give our listeners a chance to... Uh, get the summary version of especially some of these key dates, deadlines, and locations, where they can get this information. Because uh, you know ev- everybody's um, pocketbook is 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 tight, and uh, whether it's giving, whether it's healthcare planning, uh, future planning for for yourself or your loved ones, um, as as jo- jo- Joan and Joyce have both talked about today. Now is the time to be thinking about it as you have some decision points coming up ahead. Um, Joan, what are the killer details that that folks need to know? (laughs) Well,
2: everything's on our website for long-term care. Uh, It's ltcfeds.com. And not only can you um, uh, find out information about long-term care in general, as well as the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program specifically and the, and the benefits and the costs, we also have a very comprehensive webinar program there. So you can learn about a lot of things that are, are very pertinent uh, to the issue of, uh, of long-term care. Uh, the virtual benefits fair uh, for um, making a choice not only for long-term care, but for Dental Vision, FSA Feds, and the health insurance carriers. They're all located on that. You can access through ltcfeds.com if you need to call us, one 800 LTCFeds. And if you are a military retiree and uh, uh, have TRICARE Dental, go to tricare.benefeds.com. Everything you need to know and more is in tricare.benefeds.com. And for federal civilian folks, your enrollment, and again, the killer dates, as you say, are for open season are November twelfth through December tenth um, for enrolling in not only your health insurance dental vision, FSA feds. Um, everything happens during that uh, short period of time. So those are the websites uh, for the information all the
0: information that you need. Perfect. Thank you so much uh, Joan. Joyce.
1: So I have four dates I will try to give. Now let's see if I can do the math and do them in, in order. <laughs> um, first is uh, November 27th is Giving Tuesday. So that's the day we're asking folks to think about putting off those two lattes and considering a recurring gift to FIA on our website of $10 a month. It's www.feea.org forward slash give. Um, The second one is that we are, um, sorry, CFC season runs through January 11th um, to make your pledges. But I encourage you to do that as soon as possible. And our CFC number is 11185. The website is cfcgiving.opm.gov. Um, I was just texted that the scholarship deadline is March 25th for the FIA Merit-Based Scholarships at 3 p.m., and you can get that on our website, www.fia.org forward slash scholarships. And last but certainly not least is April 28th, 2018, is the public service 5K one-mile fun run, and we want to see everybody out there showing their spirit for federal employees. Um, And if you sign up this month, it's only $10 to participate, and you will definitely be getting more than $10 back in t-shirts and snacks and fun. So, and you can do that at www.fea.org forward slash
2: 5K.
0: Plus the great feeling of supporting FIA and your fellow federal employees.
2: Absolutely. Um, It's Joan again, and I Wanted to mention that for federal uh, civilian folks, that dot com has not changed. So that website is the same that you've all been using since 2006 to uh, enroll in your dental and vision plans. It's for the military, it's com. But otherwise, it's uh, benefits.com. That has not changed nothing
0: has changed for for you all. I want to make sure that's clear. (laughs) Perfect. Well, um, uh, Joyce and Joan, always a pleasure to have you in here. Uh, again, I think this is really important information for our, for our listeners, both in the federal family, as well as, uh, uh, in the military and and retirees as they're, uh, thinking about the, the holidays and all these lots of different seasons, all wrapped into one, uh, that are really important for folks. Uh, Again, uh, uh, Joan Melanson, Director for, Ed- for Education and Outreach from Long-Term Care Partners. Uh, Joyce Warner uh, from the Federal Employee Education and Assistance Fund. Uh, thank you both so much for joining us here today on uh, Fed, Talk. Uh, Fed Talk is brought to you by Shaw, Bransford, and Roth. Uh, you are listening to the Federal News Network, 1500 AM. Have a happy Friday.